Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show coming to you from an igloo. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support a local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks, Miss 305, Miss 956. She's actually a pickle. Hi, friends. It's cold. It is cold. We barely made it in. This is true. My so my wife is a um is is an, is an elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Gets up, goes to school. Like she's there for an hour, and then she texts me and she goes, "Yeah, they just canceled school." Yeah, um, I have a. Uh, I have some friends that have a daughter that go to the same school district that your wife teaches at, and they mm. literally went to drop her off at mm. elementary school and um, had to turn around and go right back. They were like, well, and they had just received a text message like 40 minutes prior saying classes are still happening yeah. as scheduled. Right. And then 40 minutes later at 7.50, they said, actually, we're not doing this after everyone already got there. <laughs> yeah. So like, what's the... Interesting, uh, but okay. Uh, uh, you know, listen, public education is difficult. I understand you're trying to keep people safe. You'd rather be safe than wrong, but yeah, you know what I mean? maybe an early release yeah. is the better way to go. <laughs> Today is Monday, January 30th, 2023, 297 days till Thanksgiving. You can wish somebody a happy birthday that's turning 39 or wish somebody a birthday that's turning 141. I'm gonna go 39. That's a that's a pretty big one, knowing that over the hill is in imminent. Happy birthday to Kid Cuddy. Oh, nice. Kid Cudi is 39 today. I feel like I would have thought he was a little bit older than that. I think he started really, I mean, honestly. Yeah. Like, because he's been in the, he's, I mean, he, his he's first. He's been in the game for a long time. Though. He has been in the game for, I mean, his first, um, Mail on the Moon came out in 09. Yeah, which means see, that's that, why. Which means he was 25. Okay, yeah. I would have thought he was yeah. a little bit older than that. Mm-hmm. Like, not much older, like maybe 41, 42 at max, but a yeah. little bit older than still in his 30s. Yes. Anyway, uh, it's. Uh, episode 1,529. Oh, no, actually it's 30. That's episode 1,530, like I said the first time. On today's show, folks, we got headlines from across the state, including a most notable Super Bowl matchup. We'll talk about why. And then, back half the show, 
Matt Stepp caught up with the head coach of the Leveland Lobos, uh, Lyle Leong, former Texas Tech great wide receiver Lyle Leong, and Matt. Uh, and then Greg Powers caught up with South Oak Cliff linebacker Brandon Jones. We'll hear from him, which will lead us into. A pretty big announcement coming up here at the back half of the program if you stick around for that. So please stay tuned for all of that. But first, we have first fourth through the door. We sure do. It was Tony Blaylock, Daniel Adnew, Ed McElroy, and Tanner Solis. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. A lot to get to and a lot of headlines to recap from the last week of football across the state of Texas. We will start in the high school ranks. In the high school ranks, it was a big doing on Friday. I was home because a pipe burst at my kid's school, and so they didn't have school. So I was at home, and it was my job to write up the breaking news story coming out of Parker County, which is that Alito's head coach Tim Buchanan and athletic director Steve Wood are retiring. Uh, that is uh, big news coming down on Friday. Of course, Alito has become one of the most uh, you know, decorated programs, the most decorated program by state championships in Texas high school football history. And I think it's important to remember... Sorry, wrong thing. I think it's important to remember that before Tim Buchanan and Steve Wood got there, Alito was... Fine. Like, they were okay. It was, it was a program that, like, you know, they weren't, like, down in the dumps. If you look at our program rankings and, and like, our Texas high school football program rankings um, up on TexasFootball.com, they'd probably rank in, like, the 500s, yeah, 400s. I mean, they, they were fine, but, like, they weren't anything special. They'd never won a state championship or anything like that. Tim McCannon arrives in 1993 and quickly turns them into a juggernaut. Uh, they, he wins his first state championship there in 1998. He adds on uh, he adds on seven more of his own during that uh, during his span. Um, he is one of only four coaches in UIL Texas high school football history with eight state championships, joining Scott's Rat Gordon Wood and GA Moore. Um, he's 281, 57, and three in 25 years as head coach, which is pretty darn good and and helped to build them into an absolute juggernaut the most decorated program in texas high school football history plain and simple 11 state championships nobody can claim that he goes out on top as the defending 5a division one state champ uh, of course they got the the championship this past year his eighth state championship as head coach steve wood is also retiring steve wood is the longtime athletic director there at alito and uh his Tim McCann has obviously been very instrumental in building Alito, not just on the football field, but in the, the athletic department. But if you take a look at what Steve Wood's done, he's he's been instrumental in building Alito into a, uh, a, a one of the state's most successful athletic programs. And then you remember in 2014, he basically switches jobs with Tim Buchanan mm-hmm. and becomes head football coach. Tim Buchanan steps into the athletic director role. He's that coach for five years and goes 75 and five. 75-5 wins three straight three state championships of his own. He was on pace to be the quickest coach in UIL Texas high school football history to 100 wins. He was on pace. Uh, and then, you know, he switched jobs again with, uh, with Tim Buchanan in 2019, kind of gave him back the reins. 
But both of those guys, I think they are inextricable from one another. Uh, both of them tell the story of building Alito into uh, the biggest, the, you know, the most dominant program in Texas high school football today over the last quarter century, over the last 30 years, really. Really, quarter century is, uh, you know, 25 years ago is when they won their first state championship. You know, 11 state championships in 25 years is remarkable. And mm-hmm. um, and those two guys were instrumental in doing that. And they're uh, really good in all the other sports, too. Like, oh yeah. Especially when you're talking about two guys that have sat there and flip-flopped the AD mm-hmm. role. That's huge. Uh, they do have a new head coach. Robbie Jones, their offensive coordinator, is going to be the new head coach at Alito. Uh, Jones was the offensive coordinator this past year. They were 10th in scoring offense in 5A Division One, led them to a state championship, looked pretty darn good in that state championship game, if I may say so. Uh, and so, yeah, they have a new head coach in Robbie Jones taking over for Tim Buchanan, uh, who is uh, going to retire, as well as uh, athletic director Steve Wood. So we certainly wish them both the best in retirement. Speaking of retirement, let's bounce over to the college football ranks where there was news this morning or maybe late last night. Late last night. Late last night that UTEP is looking for an offensive coordinator. Uh, Dave Warner. Dave Warner has been the offensive coordinator at UTEP for the past two seasons, um, and he is retiring. He's stepping down. He has been in 40 uh, – he's been a, a coach in the coaching world for 40 years. Um, the The Miners reached a bowl game back in 2021, which was a big deal for them. Um, uh, Warner and Dana Demel uh, coached together in uh, Houston as well as in uh, Wyoming. Um, Dave Warner was there at Michigan State for 13 seasons. Um, sources are telling uh, Mike Craven, our college football, our our uh, our college football senior writer, that UTEP's likely to promote from within um, for a passing game coordinator uh, and wide receiver coach Scotty O'Hara may be the likely choice. Uh, so keep an eye on that. But UTEP is in the market for a new offensive coordinator. Dave Warner has retired there. So uh, an opening there out in the uh, in El Paso, the 905-905? Yes. 915? 915-915. Where's 905? No. I don't know. I don't uh, think anyway, that's a Texas El Paso, uh, UTEP looking for a new offensive coordinator. Elsewhere, as far as headlines are concerned, this was a pretty seismic one that came down last week as well. This Thursday. is not on my bingo card no. for a lot of different reasons. So you, we talked a little bit about how A&M Consolidated was looking for a new head coach. A&M Consolidated, of course, down there in the College Station uh, area, they have been. They are looking for a new head coach um, because uh, of the vacancy left by uh, the uh, by the retirement. Uh, bah, 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 why am I blanking? Um, and Lee Fedora. Lee Fedora resigned back in December. Uh, it's a hot job. We we talked about on Tep and Step how the there is a lot of people who are applying for the job. They have made a hire, and that is Prosper head coach Brandon Schmidt is leaving Prosper to become the new head coach at AM Consolidated. Now Schmidt is a Houston guy. He played at Lamarck. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a greater Houston guy. He played college ball at Sam Houston. He has ties to let's call it Southeast Texas, which I guess if you want to kind of give a broad, uh, you know, broad, paint with a broad brush, College Station in the Brazos Valley would fall into that. Uh, but he had a good thing cooking at Prosper. Prosper, you know, made it to a, uh, a uh, this past year, went to 7-4 and four in their first season, and then this past year he finishes at 67-24 and 24 overall. This past year making it to the state semifinals before losing to eventual state champion Duncanville. Um they 
this has been one of the one of the quick rising programs in DFW, despite the fact that they have grown and grown and grown and grown into a six A program. I mean, I remember going out there and covering games at Prosper when they were a three A team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's growing rapidly. Of course, they've got that beautiful new Children's Health Stadium out there. But Brandon Schmidt is going to leave to take over at A&M Consolidated. It's a big program down there in, in College Station um, uh, ISD. One thing that I am interested in is uh, is who's going to go after this Prosper job. Because Prosper is now obviously open. Prosper is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they are growing, obviously, immensely. And, and their facilities are exceptional. Perhaps you guys don't know this, but there is a... And we mentioned it last year, week on, on Headlines... There is a new Prosper school that's opening mm-hmm. in 2024 in Walnut Grove, Prosper Walnut Grove. They will, from what we understand about the feeder patterns, they are going to draw away from Prosper High. And so it is a moving target in a lot of ways about what kind of job this Prosper gig is going to be. Right. Uh, obviously still a lot of positives. Yeah. But that is one thing that, like... It, it is changing. And, right. and so Which you can, yeah, some people will look at as a blessing and yeah. say, oh, well, that's great. If we could get bumped down to 5A, we'll yeah. run the table out here. Mm-hmm. Other people are looking at it and going, yeah, but if all the best kids end up falling on that side of the zoning, what, mm-hmm. then it's not great. And, so it, <laughs> Right. And remember, you're getting, um, you're going to a, to a situation where there's now going to be three high schools in Prosper, between mm-hmm. Prosper High, Rock Hill, and then Walnut Grove. So, very interesting, but a uh, big get there for uh, for A&M Consolidated is they haul in uh, Prosper head coach Brandon Schmidt, which would then open up Prosper High. Elsewhere, Holiday has made a hire. This came down in kind of two parts there earlier this week. Uh, it started in the morning when Kyle Atwood stepped down from Alice. Um, Kyle Atwood has been at Alice for um, a, a couple of years now. Uh, but they were uh, uh, they they are now. Let's see, where is that story on TexasFootball.com? It's everywhere. There it is. Um, they have uh, the Kyle Atwood has been at Alice for for the past couple of years, um, and now, uh, be, but he is a he is fundamentally a kind of Concho Valley West Texasy type guy. Uh, he's from Muleshoe. Uh, originally, he is going to take over Frank Johnson at Holiday. Uh, they have hired uh, him to become the the next head coach there. Uh, he is uh, in 27. You may remember in or in, in in 2012, Kyle Atwood got hired at San Angelo Grape Creek and um, took that program over at the age of 27. He's one of the youngest coaches in the state. Um, he has since since then he went to um, he went to Alice where um, he took them to the area playoffs in 2019 and 2020 now takes over a holiday program that has been cooking with Crisco. They've been in the regional finals for four of the last five years. And so now he takes over that program. Alice is open down there on kind of the coastal bend. Uh, so keep an eye on that one. But holiday has made a higher reti- up replacing the retiring Frank Johnson, Kyle Atwood, the next head coach at uh, holiday DFW Metroplex. Now um, Crowley has made a higher Crowley is bringing in a name that uh, is going to be familiar to a number of people around the DFW Metroplex, and that is 
uh, the former head coach at Cedar Hill, Carlos Lynn. Mm-hmm. Now, this was in the, I'll tell you, Pillbox Current a little bit. I believe this was something that we caught wind of a couple of weeks ago. And there was something, he has to be approved by the board, yeah. right? And I think there was like, they had to cancel a board meeting. Yeah, like, I was just going to say, there were like, I, I want to say two different yeah. board meetings canceled. Yes. For they, uh, yeah. like no, no reason that has to do with Coach Lynn. Right, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't, it, I think it was like, they couldn't like traffic or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, Carlos Lynn is the new head coach out of the Crowley Eagles. Um, Crowley, uh, you know, he takes over a program uh, leaving Cedar Hill after si- after six seasons, um, taking over for them as the um, taking over for Joey McGuire. You may remember uh, there, uh, who's now the head coach at Texas Tech, led them to a state championship game in 2020. Um, this year, it didn't go well, two and eight, and there was always pressure on him at Cedar Hill. Uh, always pressure. We can certainly have a conversation as to whether or not that pressure is warranted, but there was pressure on him. Um, he leads him to a state championship game in 2020, and then this past year, a disappointing 2-8 and eight season. Uh, he steps down um, after after his tenure there at, at Cedar Hill, quickly finds a new job there at Crowley. One thing that I think is, is going to be very interesting, uh, interesting is now he's going to join in uh, with a guy that he's pretty familiar with because... He was, of course, the head coach there at um, at Cedar Hill. Do you remember, Ashley, do you remember who his defensive coordinator was up until last season? Carlos Lynn? Carlos Lynn, his uh, defensive coordinator. I'll give you a hint. Barbecue. Oh, Ray Gates. Ray Gates. Which means they're both in Crowley. The head coach at North Crowley. Uh, yeah. So they, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So now, uh, a little bit of tie. That'll make it for an, for an extra spicy game between those two mm-hmm. uh, District 3 6 That'll be rivals. fun. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Not to mention they're playing both at their home stadium, which yeah. if you have not been out to the new Crowley Stadium, get out there and watch a game. It is unbelievable. Yes. It's really, really nice. So Carlos Lynn, we figured he was going to land on his feet. He certainly did out there at Crowley. Crowley has a new head coach in Carlos Excited Lynn. for him. Uh, Tyler Legacy has made a hire, and they've dipped into the college ranks to do it, uh, hiring Bo Trahan. Bo Trahan is uh, coming from the uh, coming from uh, a spot on Phil Montgomery's staff at Tulsa. Um, he has been there for a, a couple of years now. He's got ties to Texas, to Baylor as well. Uh, he was the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach at the universe at, at Tulsa University the past few years. He replaces Joe Wills, who retired earlier this month. Uh, he has a lot of he's he was an assistant uh, for for Phil Montgomery, who of course has ties to the state of Texas as well. Uh, but he spent eight years at Baylor. He was the, their assistant athletic director in charge of high school relations uh, and coordinator for recruiting and football before then. Uh, he was director of football operations, et cetera, et cetera. He was a graduate assistant. He is a guy from who um, has been, uh, he was a four-year letterman at Texas, et cetera, played at Bay City. But Bo Trahan is the new head coach at Tyler Legacy uh, up there on up there in East Texas replacing Joe Willis. Lorena has made a hire. You may remember Ray Biles. We talked at length about Ray Biles' retirement uh, there at, at Lorena, going out on top as, as one of the most beloved coaches in Central Texas. They have stayed in-house, although a bit of a... This one is a little eyebrow-raising. A little bit different, but basi- but this is honestly, to be real honest, mm-hmm. this is a real small school thing to do. Yep. Is uh, is is it sounds it sounds weird, but the more you dig into it, the more you kind of remember. Oh, no, it's it's actually not that uh, not that strange. And that is that Lorena has has promoted their their principal 
mm-hmm. to be the next head coach uh, of there. Kevin Johnson is going to be the next head coach of the Lorena Leopards, um, taking over for Ray Biles, who was there for, for 31 years. Um, now, he is a guy who, you know, again, this is a very this is a very 3A thing to do. Uh, is like, oh no, we're going to promote from within. Oh, you're going to promote your offense coordinator? No, we're going to promote our principal. Like we see, we, you see this a fair amount. These guys have uh, those types of uh, those types of ties to uh, to the football program. Uh, but Kevin Johnson uh, from uh, the well, principal is going to be the new head. Coach. And a lot of time when that happens, it's usually that that was a former he they coached in yes. some capacity, and then they got out of it realizing which a perfect scenario here is that longtime Ray Biles was going to not be the head coach whenever Ray Biles wanted to be the head coach. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, hey, honestly, I'm going to go make a little bit more bang so, for my buck as the principal so than so, I am yeah. doing an assistant coach or like a running backs coach, and then I'll transfer over whenever Coach Biles says he's good. So he was on Biles' staff from 2012 to 2019 yeah. while also being the principal. Okay, so I want you to like think about your situation in your high school. I don't know. <laughs> we all went to different high schools. Imagine the principal also being like the running backs coach. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what was going on with Kevin Johnson. Uh, I think for the past couple of years, he's focused on being principal, but now he's going to be the head coach. Uh, Kevin Johnson has been promoted to head coach there at, uh, at Lorena. Uh, elsewhere in the high school ranks, uh, Midland Greenwood is open. Rusty Purser has retired there, or resigned rather, after uh, four seasons. Uh, Matt Stepp talked with him for TexasFootball.com. He essentially said that, hey, you know what? Uh, my uh, my kid graduated, uh, and so uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm interested in kind of pursuing new opportunities and things like that. Uh, we certainly wish him the best. I have a feeling he's he's been pretty successful there, so I would imagine that they are going to uh, they are going to have something. Uh, his son graduated, and, get, and he wanted to step down and give them an opportunity to do a full search, and so he did. He's a Greenwood graduate there in 1995, uh, but uh, he is going to uh, step down and uh, and. And, and pursue other opportunities. Uh, uh, he says, I don't have another job right now, but I've got a great relationship with my superintendent, and I want to give him some time instead of dropping on them in May. So it wouldn't Good be a guy. surprise Good if guy, he Rusty. just... And, and it, it, it wouldn't be a surprise if he just ends up as like assistant athletic director or something right. like that or some sort of role within the district. Uh, well, and I think that there's a lot of athletic directors out there that would appreciate that a little bit yeah. of extra time to go ahead and figure For something sure. out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And finally, Pickle... Did you watch any of the football yesterday? I mean, I'm excited for these two guys in particular, but anytime the I said this live on Bally too, the Eagles making the Super Bowl does not necessarily make me happy. I'm excited for mm. the one individual, but it is that only that one individual. For the first time ever, we've got an all Texas high school football Super Bowl at the quarterback spot mm-hmm. as the Kansas City Chiefs have won the uh, the uh, AFC and beating the uh, beating the Bengals, uh, Bengals at Burrowhead uh, and then boy let me tell you the Bengals talked all sorts of mess and yeah. then peed down their leg. Yep. Um, and then in the NFC, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are heading to the uh, Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. Uh, so this is interesting. The first Texas high school football quarterback to play in a Super Bowl was Drew Brees. Drew Brees. He went to Westlake. He went to Westlake. That was first ever. Mm-hmm. So one in 51 years is what it ended up being. One Texas high school football quarterback in 51 years. Mm-hmm. We've now had six in the last six years. Let's go. Okay. Mahomes three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Foles, also from Westlake. Gross. Uh, and then, oh, uh, uh, Matthew Stafford from Highland Park last year. 
and now Jalen Hurts. Necessarily go great. <laughs> and, and, and Jalen Hurts. So, uh, but uh, uh, so there you go. Uh, we've got another an all Texas high school football Super Bowl with Mahomes and Hurts going there. It's exciting. That that part is go Texas high school football. Now. Patty better do Patty things because I do not want to deal with the you? Eagles getting. So we'll 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 of course talk about this and we'll have some more segments on, on the Super Bowl, et cetera. As it we makes my stomach up. legitimately hurt. Can I can I tell you something? Yeah, I think the Eagles are going to win. I know. That's my pick right now. I didn't even see a line. Let's see. What do you? Th- what's the line right now? To be fair, what do you think? This is what a- do you think the line is? Oh man, I would bet that they're favored by three and a half. Let's see. Um, Super Bowl. Uh, by the way, the game kicks off at five thirty, so you don't have to Google what time does the Super Bowl start. Yeah, on Sunday the mm-hmm. f- whatever, not next the Sunday. Superb the Superb Owl. Philadelphia's a two-point favorite. I was okay. I was kind of close. I would. I would take Philly minus two right now. Yeah, I think. I think they're healthier. That's you won, yes. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is a lot of people put stock into, like, Patty had that big run at the end there last night, and it's like, oh, my God, his ankle's better. And it's like, this is no. true. But you get hit, wrong, like, one wrong way, that gets scary. Let me tell you, though. I, my, I don't think of, I can handle an Eagles Super Bowl win of, again. And, and, and let me tell you, speaking of, speaking of Texas high school football and Texas college guys, I feel so bad for Joseph Osai. I know. Who's a, who's a, a, a Conroe Oak Ridge kid, and went to Texas, mm-hmm. and he – he hit Patrick Mahomes out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, did you see his knee too? Yep. Oh God, it looked terrible. He had an unbelievable game He last was night. unbelievable. He, he played had the, he played a whale a of a game, game and he had a bad moment. Especially like in the clutch moments there at the He end. had a bad moment and they kept cutting to him on the sideline. He was in tears. Yeah, and I felt really feel bad so for bad him. so bad for him. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's the right call. Yeah. It was out of bounds and he hit him. Right. But like, just stinks. Anyway, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, formerly the Dallas Texans. Have I told you this? That my grandpa, who grew up in Dallas, um, um, he's a uh, he, he was always a Chiefs fan because they're the Dallas Texans. He's like it's a real team with Dallas. Dallas Texans, that's which, funny. Respect. Yeah. Um, thanks, Pawpaw. Um, that and is then funny. Taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl <gasps> in two weeks, and we will have team coverage. We're going to the Super Bowl this year. No, we're not. What if we did? I, I, I bet we could. Honestly, this year, we could probably get credentialed. So what are we doing sitting here? You want to do it? I mean, yeah. I ain't going to turn it down. All right. It's also Phoenix. It'll be nice and warm. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is diff- TFT live from media from, from, uh, from uh, Radio Row. It'd I think fun. that would be fun. Adam's just going to laugh at us, but I think it would be fun. I'll approach the boss. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Now, we're from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen 
attention to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Pickle, recently at the South Plains Clinic, Matt Stepp caught up with the head coach of the Leveland Lobos, Coach Lyle Leong, who uh, is, I, I remember, as a star wide receiver for Texas Tech. And now I have to remember as the head coach of the Leveland Lobos. Here's Matt Stepp's conversation with Leveland head coach Lyle Leong here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at the South Plains Coaches Clinic here with the head coach of the Leveland Lobos, Coach Lyle Leong. Coach, I appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your clinic schedule to chat with us. No, I'm honored to be here, man. Anytime I get to hang out with you, I know it's going to be a good day. Well, see, I, th- I think the same thing about you. I want to hang out with you. Former Texas Tech wide receiver, Abilene High great. So, you know, you know, my wife's an Abilene High grad as well. So, Shout you know, to the wife. yeah, yeah. So uh, first off, uh, let's talk about the Texas Tech Ray Raiders, your alma mater. How, how exciting has the vibe been in Lubbock with Coach McGuire coming in, those guys having a great year, and how proud, how proud of you were, the, were you of those guys this year? Man, he's done an awesome job as far as getting those recruits in, building up the culture, building up the uh, facilities. So um, seeing that south end zone get tore down, it hurt me a little bit but yeah. at the same time I'm super excited for what they're doing um, and, and the things that they're building and, and the way Coach McGuire you know not only me but lets high school coaches get involved and see what they're doing and be a part of that great culture it's it's, it's awesome and I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next year. I was going to ask you you, you being a former player obviously gives you a little status there but also a head coach I was going to ask you if Coach Coach McGuire opens the door up for you guys and lets you check things out and I'm, I'm assuming just from a culture standpoint there's a lot of things that you're probably taking taking in, in, in being able to apply your program at Leveland, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm trying to learn every time I can walk around, talk, hang out with somebody. Um, I, I think I young, I'm young. I feel old, but um, get get to learn and see what those guys are doing. And he opens up the door, and you know he's been by the school to hang out. So um, I'm just really blessed to be a part and get to be a part of that awesome university. All right, now let's talk about your Leveland Lobos. I know uh, uh, overall the, the the season you know didn't go kind of as planned, but I thought at the end you guys had some positive momentum. You were able to win a big district game and get into the playoffs this year. How big How big was that experience for those guys that are coming back to try to build as you're trying to build a winning culture there at Leveland? I think it's huge. Uh, I don't think anyone in our program has been a part of a playoff team. So um, this is the first time for our kids to get to experience that. We got to bring some of those younger guys. So um, we're trying to make that an expectation and not one of those things that happens every couple of years. So uh, it's just a good experience, you know, as a as a young player, as, a, as you do it the first time you learn as you go so I think we got a lot of experience and those kids are are hungry to get to experience that again and um, kind of enhance it and go to that second round all right let's go let's look at the offseason a little bit obviously you know spring sports you're sharing a lot of athletes those guys are, are playing basketball they're gonna play baseball run track do all those things so it's a busy time but when you get those guys in offseason what are some of the focuses you want to have with your kids and is there a position group that you're, you're saying hey we need some young guys to step up in and maybe on that flip side what is the position group you're feeling really good about coming into the season. Oh man, every time we get to uh 
uh, get in the weight room. It's a good day. My my offense coordinator's a O lineman. Play with me at Tech, so um, that's his 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 uh, time to shine in there and, and get those guys big. But um, in our secondary, I think we have uh, four sophomores that started. I think uh, three of those are all district players. So I'm excited about that secondary um, and, and, and group. I'm excited about and got to find as a quarterback. Uh, we lost our quarterback, a six four uh, guy named Connor Alexander. Did a great job for us, but um, we got to find somebody to step up, and and that's what makes high school football so amazing each year you got to tailor and find people to get in that right place and that's what makes it fun and that's what makes these uh, high school coaches such good coaches all right yeah i talked to coach man off camera how, how nice is it to have a, have a have a clinic a really good clinic with a lot of great speakers right in your backyard so you can learn and get better at your craft oh man it's awesome like i said i brought my uh, uh pen and pad i'm here to take notes um and like i said people like coach man i'm here to get some autographs as well uh but i am too <laughs> but uh, i'm here to take some pictures and get some notes and, and just try to become a better coach all right now final question for you coach obviously we, we remember your playing days at texas tech you know if if, if some of your deep some of your dvs are talking a little smack can you get out there and, and route them up a little are you still good for a couple of routes oh yeah you know I, i'm getting back into it but yeah. um i let them know you want to see me one-on-one uh you can see me one-on-one but we got a hundred uh push-ups hundred burpees on the line so uh <laughs> i don't know if i could do a hundred so I, I guarantee you it's gonna be it's gonna be a dub for me <laughs> there you go coach appreciate your time uh, Good luck in 2023. Congrats on the playoffs appearance in 2022. And we appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. So we appreciate you greatly. There he is, Lyle Leon, head coach of the Leveland Lobos out there. And, and yes, like there's, there's a number of – who was it? There's another West Texas – oh, you know who it was? Nick Gerber. Mm-hmm. Nick Gerber. Yeah, the old uh, the former, West uh, Texas A&M. Yeah, the former, and then Leveland. Former Leveland quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's like a coach now. Yeah, because we literally had him on Lone Star Media Days two years yeah. ago. Yeah. And now he's a coach, and that just makes me feel extremely old. Well, you are. Yeah, but it doesn't. I don't have to feel old is what I'm saying. That's fair. I can be old and just not feel it. That's true. But that makes me feel old anyway. Um, so, anyway, we appreciate Lyle Leon catching up with Matt Stepp. One more special guest before we get to our big announcement. And that is that Greg Power is caught up with uh, one of the stars of the, uh, the South Oak Cliff defense, uh, linebacker Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones, uh, a star linebacker there for the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears, leading them to back-to-back state championships two times. Two times. Two times. Have you two heard times. that? Two times? Remember that? Two times. Two times, Todd. Uh, here is Greg Power's conversation with South Oak Cliff linebacker Brandon Jones here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and I'm joined out here at South Oak Cliff by linebacker Brandon Jones, who's one of the top-rated players in the entire state, one of the top linebackers. Man, full of blessings. you got a lot of offers coming in, but you also won back-to-back state championships at AT AT&T Stadium. Won't you kind of walk us through what that was like? It was a great feeling because we've been there once, but people say you can't do it twice, and we did it twice, and that made us immortal. You were there for both times. That was obviously a sweet feeling on number one, but you said, like you said, there were some doubters there on this on the second win, but y'all proved those doubters wrong. Did it make it a, even a little bit sweeter? Yes, sir, because at the beginning of the season, like, we went 0-3, we lost the big schools, and they thought just because we lost 31, go beat the big powerhouse Argyle. And then we came in fifth round, played our game, and now we were back at state. Watching you play on your during your sophomore year, I mean, obviously you were a guy that can make a lot of good tackles, but this is like the year that you, I would say you grew into yourself, right? Like you became a leader on that defensive side of the ball. 
what do you feel like you're bringing to the table? What are your strengths? Why are all these colleges, you know, extending you offers and want you to play for their programs? What is it about Brandon Jones that makes him special? Because I got like the speed, like you can't teach how to play fast and how to use your feet and be like, see the ball, get the ball. Speed linebacker, that's like a new age thing, right? Like you're one of those guys that could cover, can come down and make good tackles. But one thing that I watched on your tape that I feel like really pops to me is your ability to read and react quickly. You know what I mean? You don't take any false steps. You get downhill quickly. Um, is there anybody that you feel like, well, I, I watched that guy. I want to be like him someday. In the NFL college game, who do you like? I like Michael Parsons. What is it about Parsons' game that stands out to you? He see ball, he see ball, give ball. Like when I watch him, like like this past week against the Buccaneers, he was on everything. Like he was back there making plays a lot. Uh, a lot of opportunities coming this guy's way. He's already got 14 scholarship offers. We'd be here all day if we we're going to break down all those offers, man. We can't talk about them all, so I'm just going to kind of pick some out that pick to just to pick your brain about. And I kind of want to start here, at least somewhat locally, right? TCU is a school they played for the national championship. Obviously, you guys have a winning pedigree here. You probably want to play for a winner in college. There's also a unique connection because a couple of your offensive linemen are going over to TCU and uh, Big Bubba and Big Mike. I know they're in your ear about that program. What kind of stands out to you about TCU? It's a winning program just like us. And, like, they have, like, the championship pedigree. So if I go there, I know they give me better and have me, like, as better as a person and get me ready for the NFL. Is, you know, the, people are going to ask this a lot probably, but TCU success on the field, does that resonate with recruits? Do you guys notice that? Yes, sir. Um, Oklahoma State, that's a school that's had success recruiting the hallways of this school that we're standing in right now. There's been guys that went here and went on to, to play at Oklahoma State and been successful. Um, Big 12 school. What do you like about the Cowboys, and, and what are you learning about that program as you go through this process? As I watch it, like, I think it was last year, I seen them put, like, small linebackers in the NFL. Like, they can produce small linebackers, so you don't have to be big, like 6'2", 6'5". You can be 5'10", short, and you can still make it to the NFL. Um, Kansas, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know a lot, of, a lot about Kansas myself, so won't you educate me a little bit on um, – the Jayhawks program and what keeps it relevant? Is it just because they have such a presence here in the DFW? Yes, sir. And this year they did way better than they ever did. Like this year they had a good – they went 6-0 and their first games. They went down because their quarterback went down. But if he would have stayed, I feel like they would have been like competing for a playoff spot. They definitely seem to have a good coaching staff. Like you said, like it seems like they hit the switch and just like turned it around overnight. Um I think Arizona State, that's a school that's going to start catching traction in Dallas because they have Rashad Samples coaching there now, Brian Carrington coaching there. Both guys have had success recruiting this area. Why don't you just kind of talk about the Sun Devils and what keeps them relevant right now in, on your list? It, it keeps them relevant because we had a player that used to go here, Jadon Smith, he was number two. He went there and he made it. Like He made it seem awesome. As far as uh, your decision-making process goes, I mean – could be down the road. We might be here next signing day covering, you know, when you put your hat on and when you commit to a school. But what's something that you feel like you can't live without? Is there something that you're really looking for as you go through these visits and questions that you want to ask these coaches? Or even if you don't get to ask the coaches, something that you got to check off Brandon Jones's checklist to make sure that school has for you? Can they develop me as a man? Like, keep me on a good pace my whole life. 
Great answer from Brandon Jones as he navigates through a, a tricky recruiting process here at South Oak Cliff. A lot of colleges coming through all the time. Everybody wants a back-to-back -back state champion on their roster. So, man, thanks for the time. Good luck as you go through this process. And, of course, we'll see if you can three-peat next year, and good luck with that. Yes, sir. There is Brandon Jones, star linebacker for the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears and a top-tier recruit, um, which leads us actually very nicely what we'll call final thoughts. Yeah. Because Ashley Pickle has a very exciting announcement. This Wednesday, 10 o'clock a.m., wherever you were watching this show, we will be doing our Dave Campbell's Texas Football National Signing Day special. If you'll remember last year, we had a couple of athletes join us in our studios to make their commitments on National Signing Day. This time, we're going mobile, and we're heading down to South Oak Cliff High School. Whoa. Wednesday, February 1st at 10 a.m. So... You can watch live there on the YouTube page, Facebook, or wow. Twitter. Um, but we are very, very excited. Uh, South Oak Cliff has been absolutely awesome in, in helping us get all of this done. We will have multiple athletes, uh, football athletes, making their commitments live. Mm -hmm. They will be joining us afterwards. We have a couple of SOC athletes that have already committed um, they committed in the early signing period mm -hmm. and so they'll be joining us there but it'll be greg tepper as the host greg powers they're giving his signing day analysis and cruton talk and then mallory hartley will be our featured reporter so we are quite excited for it 10 a.m february 1st watch live national signing day special from south oak cliff high school how about that that's right Big time. Going on the road. Yeah. Down to uh, the Mecca to uh, to talk, uh, to, to watch a couple of live commitments uh, and talk with uh, all the stars down there at the two-time defending 5A Division II state champions, uh, of course, loaded with prospects. We're very excited about our National Signing Day special. I guess our second annual National Signing yes. Day special. Uh, you can watch it wherever you're watching us right now. It'll be live from South Oak Cliff High School on uh, Wednesday. This is, of course, I should say. Yeah, in case you don't live here. <laughs> Uh, we should say weather permitting. Mm -hmm. uh, we're working on contingencies on on what it would look like, uh, you know, if we weren't able to get down there because of uh, weather. But we will we'll let you guys know. Uh, but National Signing Day special, 10 o'clock uh, on uh, Wednesday uh, down there at South Oak Cliff High School. Do we have any other final thoughts? Uh, no. Okay. That'll that'll do it for the final thoughts today. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Uh, there is, uh, well, I guess, I don't know. So the well, I guess we can say this: no show tomorrow because we're breaking down the system. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, it's here's the thing: the original plan was we were going to do a show today, show tomorrow, after the show tomorrow, break down the set, go to South Oak Cliff on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, there's big weather rolling through DFW right now. Uh, like I mentioned, my wife is already off of school. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all across the state, but it's like really bad here in the ice category. And it's supposed to be. I want to say like 2 o'clock is when it's supposed to start hitting us. Mm -hmm. And so right now uh, we are planning on not having a show tomorrow. And the next time we'll be on will be on National Signing Day on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll keep you posted if there's, you know, a warm front that comes through right. this afternoon. Yeah, because the issue right now is if there is snow and ice this afternoon, it's not going to get warm enough to melt by tomorrow at all. Right. So hopefully Wednesday, but not right. tomorrow. Right. So 
Uh, no show tomorrow, but we will be back for National Signing Day on Wednesday, so stick around for that. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit, a little bit of a day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. We go to Ashley Pickle. There's one more thing. Well, yes, I was going to say, since we're not having a show tomorrow, if you're not able to watch the National Signing Day show live, you can catch the feed, the podcast version. We will upload it as yeah. a podcast to both TFT and ROF. Yes. So whichever one that you usually listen to you're going to get a national signing day thing yeah so i just wanted to let everybody know that point thanks to loveland head coach lyle leong and to uh, south oak cliff linebacker brandon jones for being our guest for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper vince young please meet your player of the year trophy we'll see you at south oak cliff on wednesday morning texas football today